Our scripture this morning comes from Matthew's Gospel, the 13th chapter, beginning with the 1st through the 9th verses, and then the 18th through the 23rd. It is our custom at Kings to stand when we read scripture. Please stand and read with me. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Jesus said, Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. And this is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while, and when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches Choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and another thirty. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. Let's begin with a word of prayer. My prayer this morning, Father, is a simple one, that you would give me a heart for your word, and a word for our hearts. Amen. Dr. William Farmer said, A parable is a simple story using concrete imagery to make a single point. For me, what really jumps out of that quote is, a parable is to make a single point. Now, many preachers will tell you that there are three S's in this parable. There's a sower, a seed, and soil. But let's break that down. See, the seed is the word of God. Jesus makes that very clear. And the word of God is unchangeable, immutable. So the parable is not about the seed. And those of us who have lived more than a few years know that the hearts of men are very similar to the soils. We have those hardened hearts. We have the shallow hearts. We have the hearts that can be choked out by the cares of the world. And then we have that good heart. So I don't think the parable is about the soil. Did you notice when Jesus explained the parable, he never explained the sower. See, the disciples were called to be fishers of men. 
I believe that this parable is to make a single point about the role of the disciples, about evangelism for them and us today who are disciples of Christ. There are three truths that you need to know when you're going to be a sower. The first one is quite obvious. If you don't sow, you don't harvest. See, the law of the farm, as uh, quoted by Stephen Covey, is that a farmer has to work consistently every day over a period of time to produce a harvest. The farmer cannot wait until the very last minute to plow and then seed and then water and harvest. No, this is a long, time-consuming process. The second thing you know is the what we call the law of reaping and or reaping and sowing that you reap what you sow. And the third truth is this, God calls us to be in the planting fishing business. And God says that he will be in the growing business. See, Robert Schuller said anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but only God knows the number of apples in a seed. So this morning I have several stories I'd like to share with you. The first one is about a lady named Maria who came to this country from Africa, from the country of Angola. And one day she went to a meeting at her church on evangelism. And they were talking about all the things that we talk about. Pamphlets and missions and campaigns and VBS. And at one point during the meeting, someone turned to Maria and said, how do they do evangelism in your church in Angola, Maria? Hear what Maria said. In my church, we we don't give pamphlets to people or have missions. We just send one or two Christian families to live in a village. And when people see what Christians are like, then they want to be Christians themselves. There's a famous quote by Marshall McLuhan that says the medium is the message. And Maria is reminding us that we as Christians are the medium. People need to see our lives reflect the love of Christ to the world around us. We are called to be different. We are called to be changed. We are called to be outreaching to the people around us so that they will see our lives and want something different. My next two stories have to do with two men, both named Cohen. The first is there was a famous gangster named Mickey Cohen, and he was known for several things. He had an extravagant lifestyle, and he was a friend of many Hollywood celebrities. And one day he met a man by the name of Bill Jones. Bill Jones was a Christian who had served time in prison and got to know Mickey Cohen and began to share the Lord Jesus Christ with him. He finally persuaded Mickey Cohen to go to a Billy Graham crusade. Mickey heard the gospel and later, with Bill Jones, prayed to receive Christ into his heart. Bill Jones was elated. What an impact this famous gangster could have for Christ and the influence he could have on the underworld. It wasn't long after his so-called profession of faith 
Mickey dropped Bill Jones and began hanging around with his underworld mobster buddies. Well, this very much upset Jones, who went to see him one day and said, Mickey, you're a Christian, and as a new Christian, you don't need to be hanging around with these mobsters unless you're going to try to win them to Christ. Hear what Mickey Cohen said. Jones, you never told me that I had to give up my career. You never told me I had to give up my friends. You never told me I had to give up the way I make money or the way I stay on top of the world. I mean, after all, there are Christian movie stars, Christian athletes, Christian businessmen. What's the matter with being a Christian gangster? If I have to give up that, if that's what Christianity is, count me out. Our third Cohen went to hear Terry Bradshaw of the Pittsburgh Steelers give his testimony. He didn't know that there was a crusade going on. He just knew that he wanted to hear Terry Bradshaw. Well, it just so happened that he pulled into the parking lot, walked into the football stadium, went into the stands, and he enjoyed Terry Bradshaw. And then, I want you to hear this, he was going to go home and kill himself. After Bradshaw finished, he had to leave the stadium because he had to take a plane back to Louisiana. And there was really nothing to keep Pacey Cohen there. But he said for some reason, he didn't get up and leave. He had never heard the gospel or the Bible preached in his life. And at the invitation, Pacey, who was sitting on the very top of the bleachers, and inside he was literally dying because the Holy Spirit of God was moving on his hard heart. At first he didn't respond, and then as they were singing the last stanza of the invitation, the preacher said, there's someone here tonight, and this will be your last night on earth if you do not come and give your heart to Jesus. If you do not come tonight, you will spend eternity separated from God. Now, the amazing thing is, Pacey swore that the preacher was looking right at him. Pacey stepped out. And even though we had already close to 70 people saved that night, he was the only one who came forward on that last stanza. He gave his life to Christ and joined the church. He was baptized and believed this. He became a full-time evangelist. His wife reported that even though he was dying of lung cancer and could only breathe 60 seconds without an oxygen mask, that on the Monday before he died, Pacey led his nurse to Jesus Christ. God took that stubborn heart moved it to a shallow heart, moved it to a strangled heart, and changed it to a surrendered heart. One more story. William Barclay tells this story related by a friend of his. In the church where he worshipped, there was a lonely old man. They called him Old Thomas. Old Thomas outlived all his friends, and hardly anyone knew him. And when Thomas died, this friend had the feeling that there would be no one to go to the funeral. So he decided to go. So that there might be someone 
to follow the old man to his last resting place. There was no one else, and it was a miserable wet day. The funeral reached the cemetery, and at the gate there was a soldier waiting. An officer, but on his raincoat there were no badges of rank. He came to the graveside for the ceremony, and when it was over he stepped forward before the open grade and swept his hand to a salute that might have been given to a king. The friend walked away with the soldier, and as they walked, the wind blew the soldier's raincoat open to reveal that he was a brigadier general. The general said, You're probably wondering why I'm here. Years ago, Thomas was my Sunday school teacher. I was a wild lad and a sore trial to him, and he never knew what he did for me. But I owe everything I am or will be to old Thomas, and today I have come to salute him at the end. Old Thomas did not know what he was doing. He was just teaching Sunday school. None of us ever know what we're doing. We're simply called to keep sowing the seed. We have to leave the rest to God. We know what kind of soil we become. We know how valuable the seed is. We may always be a stone's throw from heaven. Our job is to sow the seeds of encouragement and faith. If the good news is speaking to your heart, your soil today, then pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner and I can't make it on my own. I believe that Jesus did it for me by dying on the cross and being raised on that third day. I confess him now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you. Amen. If you are a believer but not a sower, start today. Live a life of witness. Share the love of God. Invite, invest, and involve yourself in the lives of those around you. If you need counsel or prayer, please feel free to contact our church through our Facebook page or through our church's email. And I'd like to do something different today and close with a song. I dreamed I went to heaven And you were there with me We walked upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea We heard the angels singing And someone called your name We turned and saw a young man He was smiling as he came And he said, friend, you may not know me now. And then he said, but wait. You used to teach my Sunday school. 
when I was only eight. And every week you would say a prayer before the class would start. And one day when you said that prayer, I asked Jesus in my heart. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am a life that was changed. Thank you for giving to I am so glad you gave. Then another man stood before you and said, Remember the time a missionary came to your church. His pictures made you cry. You didn't have much money, but you gave it anyway. Jesus took that gift you gave, and that's why I'm here today. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am a life that was changed. Thank you for giving to I am so glad you came. One by one they came, far as the eye could see. Each life somehow touched by your generosity. Little things that you had done, sacrifices made. Unnoticed on the earth, in heaven now proclaim. I know in heaven you're not supposed to cry. I am almost sure there were tears in your eye as Jesus took your hand. And you stood before the Lord. He said, my child, look around you. For great is your reward. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am a life that was changed. I am so glad you gave. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am a life that was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. 
I am so glad you came.